Welcome to the Amazing Clocks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the, the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30. They call us the Amazing Clarks because we empower people to live amazing lives. And you are joining us here for our love revolution, where we discuss ideas and concepts to help you love yourself and each other more because we need more love in the universe. That's right. Talking about a love revolution. Yes. Love it, love it, love it. So on today's show, we got a great topic. We're going to talk about single sabotage. Yes. Single sabotage. What is that? All you single listeners, this is going to be a really, really important show for you guys to listen to. I bet some of them know what it is. You know, I think they do. <laughs> I think a lot of them experience yep, it. Yep, I think so. Here you go. But before we jump into that topic, we want to catch up with the clocks. Yes. So, babe, what's new? What's uh, good? What do you want to share with the, with the people? Um, I had a great week. We have been mm-hmm. coaching some wonderful people who mm-hmm. have been listening to our podcast who are coming to us from our podcast True. and I'm really enjoying coaching them. We've coaching mm-hmm. couples, right. a lot of singles, mm-hmm. and we even had lunch today with a couple that completed their coaching and then took us out to lunch today. Yeah. So I'm loving all of the new amazing clients that are showing up. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been focused on this week. How about you? Love it, love it. I've been focused on celebrating the fact that we're going to be single nesters again. <laughs> single, <laughs> we're single nesters or empty I'm nesters? Sorry. <laughs> empty nesters. You're so good. You're so good at keeping me on point. Uh, that's yes. my job. That's well, my job. I, I, I got just, you. I, I got just you. got so excited that I, know, I got right? words confused. <laughs> And so we are empty nesters once again. Yes, we are. Yeah, our baby, our, our uh, daughter. Our she's youngest. Our, our youngest daughter. She was living with us for a while. And um, now she's flying the, 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 nest. the nest. So are we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, isn't, aren't we supposed to be like sad and crying? Like no. Nesters? Well, this is our second, third time of... <laughs> The baby leaving the nest, so we're pretty used to it by now. That's right. It's like a boomerang. You yes. throw them and they come back. They keep coming back. But this time, I think, you know, she got it covered. She's ready to fly. Yeah, I'm going to miss her, you know. And, yeah, me and too. it was good spending time with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's got to go do her own thing, and I'm very proud of her. You know, I'm going to call EIP on this one. Mm-hmm. Everything is perfect because yeah. she's really ready to go. Yeah, she she's is. ready to not live with us. This time mm-hmm. she felt like I am mm-hmm. an adult woman and mm-hmm. I want to be an adult woman and run the household. Right. But when she lives with us, it's my household. Yeah, <laughs> so she yeah. don't get to run it. Yeah, you can't have two women yeah, running the same so household. So I think yeah. she's just really ready and I'm ready too. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, good. I'm ready to be with you all by myself again. You know what that means, right? Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> we'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Good times are coming. So, um, yes. So, good job to our daughter. Good job to you as a mom. And good job to you, babe. We we supported her when she when she needed some help, and now she's back on her feet. So, and we're blessed to be able to do that. You know, um, I'll speak for myself. I didn't have that growing up. I didn't have parents that when mm-hmm. things got hard, I could just go back home. Yeah. So I'm grateful that we can provide that for her. I am too. And I just want her to be happy. I know all parents say they just want their kids to be happy, mm-hmm. but I truly do want her to be happy. And she is starting her life on That's her right. own, so she'll be happy. That's right. And she got a relationship. She, she's happy. She in love. Her. In love. You know what I'm saying? They've mm-hmm. been like many us. Yeah. Like little baby uses. You yep. know, baby Clarks. Yep. 
And so it's good to see her and her boyfriend together, and um, they're happy, and yeah. and I like him. Yeah, me too. I, I love, really like him. I love Darius. Yeah, Darius is a really good guy. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, She's his now. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. giving her back. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, so now that we're a happy couple, mm-hmm. um, perfect segue yeah. into- <laughs> Is it? The main topic, <laughs> singles. You're hilarious. Yeah, that did not go together. Huh? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. But did. it's okay. I'll go along. All right. I'm going to run with it. Okay. Okay. So- Single sabotage. Yeah. What is that? Now, all of you single listeners out here, single sabotage, what we're going to talk about is over our 22 plus years of coaching together, we've coached tons of singles Mm -hmm. and we've seen patterns over and over again. Yeah. And there are certain patterns that singles are consistently exhibiting that's actually preventing them or mm-hmm. you, if you're single, odds mm-hmm. are, from having the success that you want, from attracting your ideal partner, right. from getting that relationship that you so desperately want and deserve. Mm-hmm. So today, we're going to talk about what those patterns are, and then we're going to give you guys some tips on what you can do to break out of those patterns right. so that you can attract what it is that you want. Right. The first one I want to talk about yes. is with single people... They meet somebody and they, they desperately want a relationship. They talk about it all the time. I want a relationship. I want a relationship. Right. Then they meet somebody that could be a potential partner. Mm-hmm. But then within a couple of weeks, a month, things fall apart and they're back right. to being single again. And what we've noticed is that a lot of times when that happens, even though they're saying that they want that, there's a part of them many times where they're actually afraid yeah. of what it is that they really want. Mm-hmm. And they've heard so many stories about how it doesn't work. And they've seen so many couples break up that subconsciously, now this isn't on a conscious level, subconsciously the perspective is, if I get it, it's not going to work and it's, I'm going to fail and it's going to be painful. I'm going to look stupid. I'm going to get hurt. I'm going to get I'm get hurt. Mm-hmm. And so subconsciously they find mm-hmm. ways to make sure that it doesn't work. Because if they get it, right. like we always say, we can give it to you. <laughs> but what, what you're going to do, do with it, it, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's so, very true. You know, uh, what I've noticed in the in the single sabotage, like, mm-hmm. and, and this is just really, you can think about this in every area of your life. You can talk yourself into mm-hmm. or out of anything. Yeah. And what happens is they start talking themselves out of it. Yeah. So they start picking at little things that they don't like. They start expecting mm-hmm. bad things to happen and mm-hmm. looking for bad things to happen. I texted with a client today that has been dating a guy for a little while and there's no exclusivity. They've just maybe gone on four dates mm-hmm. and the whole text was about maybe he's lying to me. Mm-hmm. I think he might be lying to me and cheating on me. And I had to say, girl, that's not your boyfriend. That's not your husband. <laughs> he can't cheat on you. You've only gone on uh, four dates and you're in the discovery phase, right. not decision making. Right. And so you're both free to do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not there yet, but she really likes him. Mm-hmm. But every week there's texting about what right. he might be doing right. wrong. Mm-hmm. 
instead of focusing on the fact that I really like this person and it's coming together and we're having a good time when we're dating and mm-hmm. all of the good things, right? that little voice keeps coming in and that's the, that's the self-sabotage. Yeah, yeah. It starts looking for problems, worrying about problems, and then eventually will create problems, will yeah. act in a way that creates problems. Exactly. And, you know, the other thing about that is that when you start looking at what you don't want, Yes. That's the law of attraction. You're going to find it. You're going to find more and more of what you don't want and what you don't like. And every time you find it, you're going to feel bad. Right. And then you're going to find more and feel bad. And that's going to continue to happen until after a while. You're like, I'm over it. I don't like this person. This isn't going to work. And it, and it the, the uh, but that possibility ends. And so, like I said, most people don't realize when they're doing it because it's happening on a subconscious level. Yes. And so- if you listeners, if it's not working out for you in dating and you keep trying and you keep finding people, it's not working, it's not working, pause for a second. Yeah. And just think about it. Are you focused on what you want or what you don't want? Mm-hmm. And if you get into that relationship, especially early on, if you start looking at the positives and the things that you appreciate about that person, you're going to keep finding more and more things to appreciate about them. Yes. And eventually that could turn into a, into love because like right. we always say appreciation is love in its smallest and most concentrated form the more you appreciate something the more you'll like it and if you keep appreciating it you'll love it and if you continue to appreciate it you will fall in love with it yes so when you find that person that you think has that potential don't go to what's what they're missing go towards what they have that you like and yeah pre- and, and what you're feeling what you're feeling and express it Yes. No, I I agree 100%. And Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of times people go to the negative because Mm -hmm. if you notice in our society, there's a lot of negativity. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be successful in dating, you got to quiet out all that noise. Mm -hmm. You can't listen to your friends. This same client Mm -hmm. called me several times because then she went to her friends and talked Mm -hmm. to her friends and they poured gasoline on all of her fears. So every time I put out the fire, then she goes out and then her friends pour gasoline and it catches on fire again. So you have to be very aware of people that you talk to because they will influence you and everyone is feeding you information through their filter. That's not, doesn't have to be your experience. And, And you know, most of the times they're going to people to get advice from people that don't have it. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, if your people, if your girl that you're going to is constantly failing in relationships, she can't find a date, she can't make it work, and then you go to ask her for advice, that's bass backwards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That defeats the whole purpose. Go to somebody, if you need to go to somebody, if you can, come to The Amazing Clocks at TheAmazingClocks.com. Then- (laughs) We'll help you. Yeah, we'll help you. But if not, then go to someone that's doing it, that has done it. No, I I agree 100%. Mm -hmm. So the other thing is you have to be aware of what information you're consuming. If you want to be successful at dating, watch things about successful dating. Mm -hmm. Follow successful couples on social media, but tapping into all the drama, all the couples fighting, like that stuff sells because people like salacious stories. So they're going to move towards them. So there's going to be a lot of that. Yeah, they're going to feed into your fears. Yeah, which is why we try to be the alternative to that, right? Right. Like positive information about love, positive perspectives on love. Because you guys are not getting a lot of that out there because all that scary stuff hits your emotional centers and they know you're going to keep coming back for more. So you you have to monitor that and be aware of it. This is a part of it as well, is that, Once again, we can give it to you, but what you're going to do with it? 
when they get it, mm-hmm. there's also a subconscious belief that or awareness that I don't know where to go from here. Right. So once you get that relationship, you have to grow it. Right. And if you don't know how to grow it, then that's going to feed into that fear again. Like, I don't want it because I'm going to mess it up. I'm going to blow yeah, it. I'm going to fail. Yeah. And so we recommend that when people are in that situation to learn about building relationships right now while you're single. Most mm-hmm. people think, okay, I'll learn how to build a great relationship once I get into a relationship. Mm-hmm. But then again, that's bass backwards again. Mm-hmm. That's we'll always compare it to like going, I don't know how to swim. So I'm going to jump in the ocean and then try to figure it out. Right. And it's like, no, learn how to swim first and then jump in the ocean. You'll have a much better experience and you'll survive. So learn, um, read books on, you know, what it takes to build a great relationship. Follow, listen to the rest of our podcasts because we talk a lot of, in a lot of podcasts about building relationships. Yes. Reach out to a coach, if not us, someone else, but learn how to build it as well. Yeah. So fear is one of the ways that they self-sabotage. It's a reason they self-sabotage, yeah. but it can be from saying things like, I don't like that. This person doesn't call me. Yeah. I don't like this. I don't like that. So it takes things. you, little it's little things. small things that talk you out of it. One of the next big ones that I've noticed with single people is lack of vulnerability. Mm, yes. That yeah. one is a huge yeah. one. When mm-hmm. you meet people, mm-hmm. if you have your walls up mm-hmm. and you are not open and yeah. sharing at least a little bit of who you are, yeah. They can't connect to you. They can't feel mm-hmm. you. And odds are you're not going to get a second date. Right. And if you do get multiple dates after mm-hmm. that and it starts moving, it's right. probably not going to go very far right? because we connect through vulnerability. And when mm-hmm. you're not doing that, it feels very surfacey. Yeah, it does. And after a yeah. while, it loses its fizzle. So yeah. being vulnerable. Yeah. Um, another client story, I have a client that just refuses to smile in her photos. Like, I have been trying to get her to smile in photos forever. And she doesn't get dates because a smile is an invitation. She doesn't smile when she's out in the world. So, And when guys meet her, they have a sense that she's mean. She's not mean, but she refuses to smile. And now here's the sabotage part. The reason she doesn't smile, she's told herself a story. Like, I can't drive this point home enough. Everything you tell yourself is just a story until you actually have proof. So that's one thing. Like, I want to circle back to that. But she has told herself the story that when she smiles, she looks older. Mm. No one thinks that but Mm. her. Yeah. And so it's limiting. self-sabotaging. So it's limiting. Mm -hmm potential for her because there's no invitation through the smile like there's science in that a smile is a signal to approach and engage without it yeah you're not gonna get very far right a lot of guys they i'll speak for guys they're not gonna approach a woman that's not smiling because not smiling send them a message that i don't want you to approach me (laughs) and that you're gonna get dissed if Mm -hmm. you approach me and so yeah, I'm going to be rude or I'm going to be mean to you. Yeah. So we do a lot of coaching on how to help people to become vulnerable. We right. just had a client this week that just started with us, another Black Love podcast listener. Uh-huh. And she did so great with learning to be vulnerable. Oh, right, right. Learning yeah, yeah, to be yeah, vulnerable. Yeah, and she has been seeing someone who she didn't even think was potential. But soon as she made herself a little bit mm-hmm. more vulnerable, he moved towards her. 
Mm-hmm. And now he is actually a potential dater. He actually took right. her out on a date, but right. he was right there in front of her, mm-hmm. but he couldn't feel her because she wasn't being vulnerable. And she yeah. did a little coaching and now she knows how to be vulnerable. And so he can feel yeah. her. You know, the vulnerability thing, it's like every body has a, is like a book. Yes. And you don't judge a book by its cover mm-hmm. because the cover may be deceiving. Right. The key is to open up the book and read the pages. Mm-hmm. Open up the book and read the pages because when you read the pages, that's how you get to know that person. Right. What's their story? Who are they? Um, what are they about? What are their fears? What are their dreams? What are their hopes? Yes. And that's what people connect on. Reading that book is important. So when you're not being vulnerable, basically what you're doing is you're going, I don't want you to read my book. Right. How can people get into you and fall for you if they don't know your story. Yeah. And so the key is be proud of your story, regardless of what it is. Your story is beautiful. So don't be ashamed to let people read your book. Open the covers up. Let them go through the pages. Be proud of it. Because when you hide the pages, mm-hmm. they're not going to connect to you. Yeah. And if they don't like your book, bye-bye. Goodbye. Here Next. Go. Who cares? Go. This idea of let mm-hmm. me show up and pretend I'm perfect so that they'll like me they'll well, judge they, you. or judge me, they're going to find out who the right. real you is anyway, That's eventually. Right. So mm-hmm. you might as well show them up front. And if they're loving it, they, yeah. then move forward. If they don't, they're just not for you. And that's okay. Yes. Another one top well, thing that we've pattern we've seen is prevenge. Mm. Prevenge. Oh, this is a, this is an Anthony. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what saying, I guess. Well, prevenge is basically getting revenge before a person even does something to you. <laughs> right. So it's like preparing for revenge. Yeah, because they go, a lot of daters, when they're single, they have a story or fear that they're going to get hurt or yes. that that person's going to play them or that person's going to make them look stupid. Mm-hmm. So it's basically going, I'm going to do it to you first. Right. I'm going to play you and make you look stupid first or ghost you first. Right. Because I'm afraid that you're going to do it to me. And the truth is, there's no proof that that person would actually do that to you. And so that prevenge is going, I don't want to get hurt, so let me hurt you first. And we see that all the time in our coaching when it comes to singles. But again, that's that's preparing to fail, Mm that sabotage. And that that prevenge, it's funny to me mm-hmm. because they get so focused on all these little things and then they apply meaning to them. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I was saying earlier, right? Like, oh my God, she didn't text me back. Mm-hmm. She's not into me. Uh, maybe I said something wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw her stories. Oh, she's going to know I saw her stories. Uh, my, maybe my text was too long. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Nobody, somebody likes you. They're not going to be like, um, sorry, your text was way too long. I'm not dating you. Sorry. Game over. You missed out. Yeah, like yeah. none of that is real. It's just all these made up rules and regulations that you've created that mm-hmm. prevent you from moving forward in dating. So I, what I wanted to say earlier about creating the stories is ask yourself, do I have proof that this is true? Mm-hmm. If you don't have proof something is true, you just made it up in your head and it's part of your self-sabotage story. Mm-hmm. So you can check your stories with, do I actually have proof, facts? Mm-hmm. Did I speak to the person directly? Did I hear it from their mouth that this is what's going on? If you have not, you're making it up in your head. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people run yes. when because of a story that they made up and it's not even true and it prevents them from having what they want. Another one I see a lot of is um, 
waiting for someone better. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, that's it's, a big one. it's like you'll meet someone, they're, they're, you're enjoying them, there's connection, you're dating, and it's like, mm, I don't know, I think there might be someone better, so she or he doesn't have everything that I want on my list, so yeah. I'm going to throw them back and mm-hmm. look for someone better. And that is a form of self-sabotage because you can do that for years. Mm-hmm. I have clients, we have clients yeah. that have been doing that for years. Mm-hmm. And the story is there's no one good enough. But I say all slope. this time, no one is perfect. Mm-hmm. If you are connecting, attracted, want the same things, and are getting to know each other, Remember, dating is about discovery. You are not making a decision. I Mm. recommend you don't make a decision for at least one year. Yes. Because it's going to take you at least a year to get to know each other. Mm -hmm. And think of it as this is a discovery process. This is not about making decisions. Right. You're just being Dora the Explorer. Yes. Exactly. And and the last one I want to drop on is self-fulfilling prophecies Mm, yes it's when you tell yourself over and over again that i'm never going to find anyone it's never going to work out for me it works out for everybody else but not me right once you tell yourself that story enough times your subconscious mind is going to going to get programmed at that and that will become your reality and then you're going to get into relation potential relationships Mm -hmm. and you're going to subconsciously find things find ways to sabotage it so that your prophecy will come true. true. We'll we'll fulfill it. Right. And then when it happens, you go, see, I told you this always happens to me. And then you go out and try it again and you self-sabotage it again because you created that prophecy. And once you create it, it has to be fulfilled. You have to act it out. Mm -hmm. Um, I think those are all really good. And I think we should wrap it up here. So I want to, I want to leave it with this. You can talk yourself into or out of anything. And if you really want a loving, committed, amazing relationship, you have to create that story. And you have to say that to yourself every day. You have to affirm it like, I am lovable. I attract amazing dates. Mm -hmm. I'm having a great time dating. And I know the love of my life is going to show up any minute. Mm, And you got to stick with that. Mm -hmm. If you'll stick with that, eventually that's exactly what will happen versus the story of it ain't happening, it ain't happening. And that's the work. That's Mm -hmm. the work that we help clients do. That's the work that we do for ourselves. It is staying focused on what you want is the hardest part. So they're out there, they're looking for you. And if you are sabotaging yourself, start to notice the stories that you're telling yourself and ask yourself, do I have proof this is true? That's right. And do not be afraid to look at yourself and to really question whether you're doing that or not. Are you self-sabotaging? Are you? Be honest. We still love you. <laughs> yes, we, we still, still love accept you. you. All right. Yes. So, great show. Great show. That was fun. I hope that was helpful to I everyone. Know, I hope so too. I think it was. Yes. So, if you guys didn't get a copy of our book, Crack the Code, Secrets to Achieving Your Happily Ever After, make sure you get a copy as soon as possible at Amazon.com. And if you're interested in coaching with The Amazing Clarks, go to our website, theamazingclarks.com. We'll get you out of that self, that uh, single sabotage. Yes. We got you. If you're a couple, you're in relationship coaching, um, just reach out. We got you. On that note. Yes. There you go. We gave it to you. Now what you're going to do with it? See you next time. See you next time.